0: everyone, and welcome to the Dr. Linda Mental Show. I'm your host, Dr. Linda Mintel, the relationship doctor. And I'm here along with the other Dr. Mintel, my husband, Norm. And every weekend we're here, we're doing life together. And as always, Norm, we're just so glad everybody's joining us.
1: Boy, aren't we? Otherwise, it would just be the two of us and Katie. And it's so much nicer to have a We nice have a nice conversation, no. but
0: more fun to include <laughs> other people, right?
1: That's for sure. Today, we're going to talk about something that affects a lot of people. And it doesn't matter whether you're old or young or somewhere in between. Our topic is body image. Mm. In fact, Linda, you wrote about this in one of your books a few years ago called Making Peace with Your Thighs. That was the best title ever. I mean, so many people have laughed about that and been intrigued because the subtitle is Get Off the Scale and Get On With Your Life.
0: And you know what was fun was when we promoted this book at the Booksellers Association, is that what it's called? Mm -hmm. The big one in D.C., we had women in one-piece bathing suit with those old caps on, those old bathing caps on, right, the flowers right, all over right. them, so with hilarious. towels around their waist and handing out the book. <laughs> and we got a lot of attention because sure of did. that. Uh, so, this, yeah, it was, it was that book, really, uh, that was inspired, actually, Norm, by all the work that I've done in therapy with men and women through the years. You know, I work with a lot of weight loss and eating disorders, but I noticed that even the healthiest of women and men, I'm going to put men in this category, too, do struggle to accept their bodies. In fact, I would say that body dissatisfaction is normal in American culture.
1: That's sad, isn't it?
0: But don't you agree?
1: Well, I think so. I think everybody's dissatisfied one way or the other.
0: Yeah, if you just ask any woman or what she thinks about her body, you're going to hear comments that range from maybe a mild dislike to actually real disdain. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, in fact, our negativity toward our body can lead to some mental health problems like depression and, of course, an eating disorder. So we need to talk about this. I
1: think we do, because we hear people say things like, I feel fat today. Uh, I've never said that. I need to lose five pounds. You've never said that. (laughs) I hate my stomach. You know, our daughter was very involved in dance from the age of three. And boy, oh boy, do the dance people put an emphasis on how your body looks. Yeah, But then so do a lot of other professions like sports and modeling and everybody in the media, for that matter. In general, there's just so much emphasis on how we look and our appearance in our culture.
0: Okay. So let's just do a little exercise. Let's do an imagination. Wait, we have
1: to do exercise on this show? No, no, no.
0: And exercise. Oh, and exercise. (laughs) Okay. So we're going to do an exercise. We're going to try to imagine living your life free from distraction, distortion, obsession, And self-preoccupation. Oh, Imagine living in the moment and being liberated from the patterns of the past while being excited about the future. And imagine accepting and even celebrating the body that you've been given, knowing that one day... It will be transformed into something more glorious than you could ever imagine.
1: Yeah, okay, that doesn't work. It doesn't. I work? tried. Well, I tried imagining it didn't work. I think it's impossible. I think. I think we have to sing. <laughs> I can only imagine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: you know, that's the good news. We're going to have some great new body in heaven. That's, so maybe, but we want to accept the one we have here. I'm now. looking
1: forward to it. You know, <laughs> we're assaulted every day, aren't we, with thousands and thousands of images of perfect bodies, perfect I, skin, perfect hair.
0: I think it's like three thousand a day. I, Yes. I think it's something like that you see every single day. Yeah. It's wild.
1: You know, those celebrities, though, (laughs) their images are so overly fixed through Photoshop and editing and processing that they look nothing like their real self on social media or ads. Perfect bodies are everywhere. And I'm guessing those bodies are there to help us aspire to some sort of Madison Avenue perfection.
0: You know, every once in a while, we have a celebrity who will come on, like remember when Alicia Keys came on in The Voice and she refused to wear makeup Mm -hmm. and she just wanted to show her natural self. So every once in a while, a celebrity will get really brave and say, and I've this is what I look like, you know, right. and then I've seen a few of them do that on the internet as well. And it's really helpful. The whole point of this is it makes it really hard to maintain a healthy sense of self. You constantly feel like you just don't measure up and you, that you have to constantly improve your body.
1: And that's an ongoing crazy kind of thing yeah, when we, you're we all are obsessed, obsessed with that. by it, right?
0: Well, I think we all struggle with that.
1: I think so. But according to studies, which we love, teens struggle more than adults. And I'm not Mm -hmm. surprised by that, in part, probably because of the influence of the celebrity culture in which they're living. Mm -hmm. And I would guess because of the intense culture of peer pressure in the social media where they're living nonstop. Yeah,
0: I think that's really true. And you know, because teens are in the middle of their identity development and your physical body's a part of that, I think that can really cause a lot of confusion and dissatisfaction.
1: Mm, that makes sense. But you know what men don't get a pass worrying over appearance affects are you ready? 53% of men. Mm. Only financial worries ranked higher wow. in a recent study. Wow. Uh, this was conducted in the U.S., this study, and it showed that around 25% of male children and adolescents, 25% of kids, were concerned about their muscularity and leanness and expressed a greater desire f- to get toned and defined muscles. It starts very early. And by the way, I'm surprised it's only 25%. I would have thought more. I mean, boys are always looking like they want to look like a superhero.
0: Yeah. And and for grown men, that obsession is more about looking buff, like Mm -hmm. you're saying. So for women, it's typically the more the focus is on the weight and certain parts of your body. But for men, it's really about the muscle enhancing. And Mm -hmm. 22% norm of young men report engaging in some type of Eating differently, you know, with maybe some kind of really crazy diet, but what they're trying to do is build muscle. Mm -hmm. And sometimes they use supplements and then others use steroids and that can be very dangerous. That can be
1: dangerous. Well, research does confirm that body dissatisfaction begins early. In fact, around 50% of 13-year-old American girls reported being unhappy with their body.
0: Well, you know, 13 is a hard age. Yeah. Anyway, right. so I'm kind of not surprised that it's, you know, it's that it's 50% at that point.
1: Well, it's about to get worse. This oh. number grew to nearly 80% oh. by the time girls reached 17. And this trend also held true for older women, older than 65. 65% of them were of normal weight, but 62% of those same women wished they were thinner. Yeah. So body acceptance doesn't seem to get better with age.
0: You know, I read something at one point that said it did, but then I started reading about people over, over 60. And again, I think just the pressure in the culture that, you know, aging isn't, isn't something that's honored in our culture. And that as you get older, you know, we don't celebrate wrinkles and looking like you're, you know, your age. It's right. all this trying to pull back time and doing all these things. And you know, sometimes I look at people that have had, you know, multiple plastic surgeries and they don't even look like themselves after a while. Mm. But I think, you know, I know why they're doing it because there's so much pressure to look a certain way. So it's really a sad fact that, you know, body dissatisfaction is about 70% of all women. Wow. And it affects the way that you function in a day-to-day basis. Mm-hmm. In fact, some women report that they are so distressed that they can't even go out and do some things that they're supposed to do.
1: Okay. Let's take a break right here. Please help us understand what body the image means?
0: Well, I think simply put, body image just refers to your emotional attitudes and your beliefs and perceptions about your body. You know, it's how you feel and see your body. And there are many, many influences to this. Uh, media is one of them. We've talked, we've talked about that, but it is a big influence. And research also tells us that media can actually cause people to feel unhappy about their body. Well, Yeah, you're looking at all these pictures, and you don't measure up. No wonder you're not going to feel good about it, right? Of course. All those unrealistic images are just hard to take. But because of this, people might then begin to engage in some kind of harmful weight control, like extreme dieting or taking the steroids, like we talked about. And even I've seen laxative use and diuretics and diet pills, which are very dangerous. Yes,
1: that makes sense. There was one study of the young girls we were talking about earlier, 13 to 17, that said nearly 50% reported a desire to be as skinny as the models they saw oh. in the fashion magazines. And they reported that those same magazines gave them a body ideal to strive for. Another study found using social media for as little as 30 minutes a day, and I don't know a teenage girl who does uh-huh. that, That's un- yeah. can negatively change the way people, especially young women, view their own body.
0: Okay, so it can't be just media because we'd all have a distorted body image if it was media, right? Good point, right? good point. So your perception of your body, the attractiveness that you feel, your health acceptability and all of these things form in early childhood. Hmm. And this body image continues to form as you age and as you receive feedback from peers, from family members, coaches. coaches so I'm right. gonna, you know, really put a little note there that coaches can say things that can stick with a child or a teen mm-hmm. for a long, long time. Mm-hmm. And the same with fathers right. and, and mothers in terms of their teenage kids. So personality traits also norm, like perfectionism, and some kids are more self-critical, they have more self-talk you know, talk that's negative, that can also begin to internalize a really negative image of your body.
1: Well, what should we look for if we're concerned about body acceptance?
0: So we need to look for obsession or a real self-scrutiny in the mirror. Um, if we're having a lot of disparaging comments in our head about our body and frequently comparing ourselves and our shape to other people, if we're envying people and we're looking at their body and we're thinking we should somehow be like them, and then if you see somebody restricting their eating or maybe over exercising or, like you said, using a lot of social media, it's probably reason to be concerned. And let me add, if you're avoiding social situations, so if any of those things sound like you, you might want to consider getting some professional help because you might be going down a dangerous road.
1: That's a great idea. It's so ironic, though, isn't it? Because we talk about all this focus on thinness that our nation, at the same time, is experiencing record rates of obesity.
0: You know, I've I've thought about that, and I wonder if people just give up. And give in because, you know, they just feel like it's pointless to fight this. So, you know, why don't I just go ahead and eat a certain way and not worry about it?
1: What advice can we give people to help them out?
0: I think the first thing and the reason why we're doing this show is we just want people to know you're not alone. And we've given you a lot of statistics and talked about how this affects pretty much everybody And because of the obsessed culture that we live in. And the second thing is to just stop dissecting yourself into parts and look at your appearance as a whole. You know, we all have flaws. We all, we all have things we don't like about our body. But we're not cars that need replacement parts and constant repair.
1: That's a great point. Okay. <laughs> okay, well, just before the break, can you say more about the dangers of seeking external validation?
0: So there is a little bit of a social grooming that's going on. And, you know, behaviors like liking, visiting, and commenting on friends' posts and photos are, are really linked to body image concerns. It doesn't help it. And the more time that you spend on social media, we're saying that over and over, the worse you're going to feel. So if you're struggling with this, limit your time on social media. Mm. And where are you looking to get that source of satisfaction and validation? We're going to talk about a better place to look. It's not in the media. It's not on social media. But there's a great place where you can get some real
1: positive body acceptance. And we're going to tell you all about that right after this break. Stay with us. Letting Go of Worry by Dr. Linda Mental, available on her website at drlindamental.com and online. Welcome back to the Dr. Linda Mental Show. Today, our topic is body dissatisfaction. And that happens to be the subject of one of Dr. Linda's books, Making Peace with Your Thighs. And other body parts as well. And other body parts. That's right. That's (laughs) That's a good one. Yeah. And there's a whole lot more to talk about. But before we move on, just want to take a second to remind you to check out Dr. Linda's website, drlindamental.com. There you will find her blogs, her books, and you can connect with her on social media. And remember, a very, easy way to know what she's writing about each day is to follow her on twitter and facebook at dr linda mental and listen to this podcast and all of our others that have been recorded on itunes and other platforms
0: i'm also on instagram um i'm just having trouble managing all these sites oh my goodness we don't i don't have people norm i know do that for me
1: (laughs) never know how you do it (laughs) right okay so we've established body acceptance is a real problem now i want to find some solutions how do we turn this around
0: well, we're going to spend the rest of the time talking about that. But I just wanted to mention that in the break, we were with our producer, Katie, who was showing us pictures on the internet of how they Photoshop a lot of images. And it is really quite disturbing when you look at that and you pay real attention to what those images look like. Right.
1: So, But everybody does it.
0: But we need to talk to it doesn't our make kids, it right. our grandkids.
1: Right. Uh,
0: we need to talk to each other about that that's not a realistic body and that's not what people normally look Good like. Point. All right. So let's get, to, let's get to some solutions. I think the first thing really is we have to get to the root of the problem, and that is our true identity. And God's Spirit in us tells us who we really are, not the culture. So His Spirit is the Spirit of truth, and it does counter that insecurity when you can really find your identity in Christ.
1: That's good. The Bible says that we're in but not of. Does that kind of work by living in this culture of body obsession without being conformed to it?
0: Well, I love what Paul says in Romans 12, and let me just read it. It says, so here's what I want you to do. God helping you, take your everyday, ordinary life, your sleeping, eating, going to work, and walking around life, and place it before God as an offering. Uh,
1: The message says it so well, doesn't it? Paul goes on to say in that same passage, don't be so well adjusted to your culture that you fit into it without even thinking. Instead, fix your attention on God. You'll be changed from the inside out.
0: Yeah, so Paul is talking about attention and focus in our relationship with God. And God brings out the best of us, develops well-formed maturity in us if we stay intimate with Him, and Norm, if we constantly renew our mind with His truth.
1: I like that. You know, maybe we need to ask ourselves, all of us included, how much time and attention do I give to my God relationship compared to immersing myself in my social media relationships and the other negative influences in my life?
0: Yeah, that's going to be convicting for most of Mm -hmm. us, right? Because our thoughts are easily pulled away from the way God thinks of us because we are hear so little about it really in our culture right now. So that's a real shift. We don't hear much God talk in our culture. And so we have to be very intentional about this because we're highly influenced by the approval of others and certain personal standards that are developed by the culture. So we need to listen to the one who made us, who loves us without condition, and who wants us to be whole and well.
1: And that's because he loves us. That's right. Okay, so I found two big lies that I think we hear over and over, and I hope we can talk about those. The first one is... I can never be thin enough. I know. Sounds like a lie to me.
0: Yeah. And I've you hear it all the time. And right. So this keeps us on that weight loss roller coaster and constantly in need of more diets, more weight loss plans. Um, you know, whichever one's in fashion right now. keto's mm-hmm. the big one. And, you know, it was a plant one before that. And it Atkins just keeps adding, all better. these diets that just keep coming. And it's one of the reasons that body dissatisfaction is at an all time high. Uh, you can actually be too thin. It's called an eating disorder, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. right? Especially when you engage in really unhealthy behaviors to make yourself thin.
1: Okay, here's that other lie. There is always more that I could do.
0: Well, this lie sets up the need for constant physical improvement, such as cosmetic surgeries, anti-aging strategies, the use of more products, maybe pills, All of these are costly, and they can really distract us, honestly, from other parts of our life that might need our attention. Now, I'm not saying, you know, don't use products and services to look and feel good. I buy, you know, skin products and use them. But don't get it to the point of obsession, where it's a constant thing that you're thinking about, and you feel bad about yourself because you're not doing things. Mm
1: -hmm. You know, those of us in the church world have heard that our body is a temple, Can you tell us more about what that really means?
0: I think, you know, we're we're talking about this in the context of of taking care of our body because that's one part of who we are. We're body, mind, and spirit. Mm -hmm. So eating well exercising, living a healthy lifestyle is important for all of us so that we can be about God's business. Like, right? So that's part of the point and do the things that he has put us here to do. But when you're obsessing over your body, that's a whole nother thing because it actually, Norm, can become an idol in your life just in and of itself.
1: I love what you said about the things he's put us here to do. So really our healthiness is to be effective for his yeah. kingdom.
0: Yeah. So we can go out there and do the things that he wants us to do and has called us to do.
1: Okay. Okay. On another level, I got this one, a question for you. I've heard that a piece of advice is look in the mirror and daily affirm yourself. But does that really work?
0: Well, it's, it's a positive mantra, so to speak. Mm-hmm. It's not really going to do the trick, though, if you're really struggling with this. Um, you need to get at the root of your identity issue. And not allow other people to define you or give them power over you. Remember how I used to tell the kids that all the time? Mm -hmm. No one has the right to define you but God. And he already did. And he already said that you're beautiful and he already affirms you. So true identity is found in Christ. And I'm not saying that resisting all these messages you hear around you are easy. No. You know, it's not easy to do that, but you really do have to find where you're Anchor is, and that's going to be in Christ.
1: Mm, That's good. Let's give some ways that we can balance this push toward physical perfection with understanding who we are in Christ.
0: One is the one we just said, you know, stop listening to the body myths that are in the culture and be very intentional about checking those messages against the Word of God and finding your identity in, in Christ. I think related to that is not expecting perfection of yourself. And understanding that we have flaws and that we don't want to obsess and focus on those flaws. And Norm, there actually is a mental health disorder associated with that. It's called body dysmorphic disorder. Hmm. And it's when you obsess on some physical flaw that you perceive that you have And you, it causes a lot of distress. You try to hide from others. You try to cover it up. All you can do is think about it so you get avoidant of other people. And it really is something that needs some professional help if you're at that point.
1: That makes sense. It seems like our culture wants to define us in such narrow terms. Speak to that.
0: Yeah. So we're celebrating diversity, right, in the culture, constantly talking about diversity. Yet we have this sort of one-size-fits-all mentality, like, you have to look a certain way. There's right. not a whole lot of diversity in that. So I would say reclaim your body as unique and individually created. You aren't a mistake in need of a fix. So broaden your definition of beauty. Go beyond also what is skin deep.
1: Hmm. Meaning deeper inside who you really yeah, are. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, that gets me to the question of values. How do our values play into this?
0: I think we have to have an attempt to bring back wholeness that God made us with a body. And it's part of our who we are, so it is important to to deal with that. But we also have heart issues and emotions, and and you know, just being physically beautiful doesn't make make you at peace. It doesn't necessarily give you contentment. It's the whole picture of what you have to do in healthy living. But you, again, pushing yourself to do more and more can really push you into that idol making.
1: Mm-hmm. Now we've talked about the unrealistic media images, but I want to know, can we really overcome that here's how you're supposed to look?
0: I don't know. Supermodels are typically you know, not the epitome of healthy eating and living. Uh, no offense to any supermodels who might be <laughs> listening. But they do represent the smallest, tiny fraction of women. I, I don't remember if it's like 0.2% of the world or something like that. So I think the next time you're in a coffee shop or in an airport or a park, just look around and remind yourself what normal people look like. Maybe that will help you a little bit, but... The Bible does tell us to stop comparing ourselves to one another, Mm -hmm. so we really do Mm -hmm. have to work on that.
1: And in that same vein, I would think we need to stop hanging around with people who obsess with how they look.
0: That doesn't help, because if you're going to be in that, you're going to start doing the same thing. It's like a social contagion Mm. uh, where one person starts and the other, and then you just find yourself complaining and obsessing. So what you want to do is try to have different types of conversations, maybe about someone's character or something positive that you saw in in the culture.
1: Yeah how you behave toward others. Yeah. You know, you're caring. I mean, we're more, you're right. We're, we're body, mind, and spirit. We're yeah. all that. And remember who defines us and who defines our worth.
0: Yeah, and that is the real key here. You're loved, you're desired, you're beautiful to God. Again, it goes way beyond what you look like. And, you know, you and I have often talked about that Jesus, there's not a whole lot of physical description of Jesus in the Bible. In fact, there's like a scripture that says he wasn't that much to look at. <laughs> right? It doesn't quite say it like it, that, no, it, but no, it's sort I of like, like that. I like that yeah. version.
1: It says he was uncomely yeah. in, the, in the King James.
0: Yeah. So it's not like he came as this huge Adonis and right. everybody Supermodel. was just wowed. Right. Right. So I think there's something to be said about that. He didn't want the focus probably on that.
1: Right. Proverbs 4.23 reminds us, above all else, that's pretty big, above all else, mm-hmm. guard your hearts for everything you do flows from your heart. How does that apply to this?
0: Well, if you're a slave to body image, you've not guarded your heart. God wants our heart, not a perfect body. And Paul also warns us not to think more highly of ourselves than we should. That's in Romans, actually, where he talks Mm -hmm. about that. Not to boast or compare ourselves, like we mentioned. That's in 2 Corinthians 10, if you want to look that up.
1: We live in such a fast-paced world. What would your advice be to free our mind And our body and our soul.
0: Search the scriptures to see that you are accepted, secure, and significant. And none of this has to do with how you look. Daily renew your mind with God's Word. Change the focus on your feeds, on your social media, or wherever it is that you're looking at all these images, and limit your exposure to those images as well. If you struggle with body acceptance, ask why. Hmm. Is it because I can't control other parts of my life? Is it because I'm hurt and I'm wounded by what other people have said and I need some healing? Whatever it is, God can heal it and wants you to walk in peace and contentment. Anything we lift higher than God can become an idol. Be careful not to make your body an idol and know your true identity in Jesus Christ. Well, that's all the time we have today. Many thanks to our producer and my co-host, Norm Mintel, who makes this show a conversation, and our technical producer, Katie Sims. From all of us here at Faith Radio, hey, we'll talk to you again next weekend. In the meantime, remember, we're doing life together, and it's better when you don't have to do it alone. Well, thanks for listening to this conversation from the Dr. Linda Mintel Show. These podcasts are available because of listener support. You can make a gift now at MyFaithRadio.com. And thanks for sharing this audio link with a friend and helping us grow the impact of the Dr. Linda Mintel Show. Also, take a moment to subscribe to the podcast today at iTunes or your podcast player, and you'll never miss a show.